Dodgers open their NLCS series tomorrow in Milwaukee. Clayton Kershaw is going to get the start for the Dodgers in game number one. Chance to go back to the World Series for the second consecutive year. Joining us right now is ESPN's Tim Kirchin. Tim, good morning. How are you? Morning, sir. I'm well, fellas. How you doing? Oh, we're getting our ring sized up for the championship <laughs> parade. How are you doing? <laughs> uh, no rings for me. Uh, I'm not rooting for anything. I'm just rooting for good games, and we've got great games ahead in the National League and the American League. So, Tim, I know you wrote about this. There are three things, three uh, advantages that the Dodgers have going into the National League Championship Series. And I think the one that, you know, LZ and, and Keyshawn and I were having this conversation the last couple of days about who should pitch which game in the Dodgers uh, series, both in, against Atlanta and now coming up against Milwaukee. The fact that we can have that conversation, that they have three guys at the front of the rotation, does that give them that big advantage in starting pitching? Yeah, there's no doubt. This is. This is a a push series. This is a pick it out of the hat. That's how close it is. But the one difference, I think, is the strength of the Dodgers starting pitching. When you can go with Kershaw, you can go with Walker Buehler, whose stuff is just sensational. Hinjin Ryu pitched so well in game one of the LDS. And you have Rich Hill, who's pitched here before and still has well above average stuff. When you can pick from pull four and your competitor isn't, positive who's going to pitch game one i think that gives you an advantage with one warning fellas uh this bullpen for milwaukee is spectacular and it doesn't need the brewers don't need seven innings out of their starters they need like four maybe five and then that bullpen takes it from there so that's why this series is so intriguing is the dodgers rotation is that good and the brewers bullpen is that good I understand they have a great bullpen, and that's all great and dandy for the regular season. But I'm looking at a Dodger squad that is very deep in terms of our bats and our power. We're talking one through eight can turn a game around with a single swing. Has that bullpen faced an offense as dangerous as ours? Uh, yes, because they played the Dodgers during the regular season. But your point's well made, and this is how you win, especially in the postseason. You hit the ball out of the ballpark. That's how baseball 2018 not the last five years, has been played. And, yes, the Dodgers can start a game with 100 home runs sitting on the bench. So when Craig Council, the Brewers, starts to bring those relievers in and he's got four of them that are great, he's got 12 of them that he used in September to get big outs. When he looks, when he moves, the Dodgers always have a counter move. That's what happens when you have a bench as deep as the Dodger bench. Tim Kirchin, ESPN's Tim Kirchin, joining us here on Keyshawn, LZ, and Travis. And, you know, we've seen the Dodgers and how well they played over September and obviously they got in the postseason. But Milwaukee's won 11 in a row, and they haven't lost seemingly forever. Are, are the Brewers this hot or are the Brewers this good? Well, there's certainly a little of both. Um, I've seen them several times now in the last two weeks, and I don't know what it means, but there is a great vibe being around that team. When you have the MVP in waiting in Christian Yelich, you have this great bullpen, you have this great infield defense, and you have a manager who's been here before and really, truly relates to these players on every level. Uh, it is a really nice club that the Brewers have now. Are they 11 in a row good? Maybe not. Um, and have they gone through the, the toughest foes? Maybe not. 
The Dodgers present a different challenge, obviously, but I'm just warning you guys, anyone who underestimates the Brewers is making a big mistake, and I very could have easily this morning written about the three reasons the Brewers are going to win this series. <laughs> I just have I just have a slightly better feeling about the Dodgers. Well, I got the, the Dodgers in five, and I don't think I'm just being a homer. Yeah, I do. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Tim, when we look on the other side, not to get too far ahead of ourselves, but we got a hell of a matchup, at least for game one in the ALCS, with Chris Sale versus Justin Verlander to start game one. Uh, not asking you to predict who's going to win game one, asking you for your analysis of which AL team do we match up best against. Uh, we meaning the Dodgers? Yes. I mean, you are a Dodger he, he is fan, fully Tim. Homering right I, now, Tim. I, I know that you're you're trying to be nice and objective. That's cute, but but, but we're Dodgers right here, man. <laughs> uh, understood. Uh, <laughs> I'm not. Look, I don't want any part of the Red Sox or the Astros if I'm the Dodgers. That's how good those other teams are: 108 and 103 wins. To answer your question, I'll say I would rather see the Red Sox because the the Astros starting rotation matches up, if not exceeds, the Dodger rotation, and that Dodger rotation is really good. On the other side of that, maybe there's some, you know, some revenge going here. They beat us in seven. We're going to beat them this year. I understand all of that stuff. But I think I think the Astros are a little bit better right now than the Red Sox. Their September record was ridiculous, and they completely took out a really good Indians team, 30 strikeouts. 13 hits allowed, three extra base hits total in three games. That was not expected, and it just shows you again how good the Astros are. Tim Kirchin, ESPN, joining us here. Mornings, Keyshawn, LZ, and Travis. And Tim, how important is the experience factor? I mean, the Dodgers were in the World Series last year, and we saw them go up against Houston, who had virtually none, and the Astros end up winning the World Series. The Brewers don't have a ton of experience. The Dodgers are loaded. Is that a factor? Yeah, I think it is, but I think it's a small factor, as we saw last year. And with baseball, it's just not the same as the other sports in my mind. But, yes, the fact that the Dodgers have been there and got that close, I think, has to serve them well. The fact that they've had more guys there uh, in the postseason and in the World Series than the Brewers has to serve them well. But I repeat, uh, the Brewers are not just happy to be here, and they're not just going to be happy to get to the World Series for the first time since 82. They have different things in mind. And, yes, I like the Dodgers' experience over the Brewers, but uh, baseball is a funny game, especially in October. (laughs) Uh, Last question for you, Tim. We've been having this debate at the station about whether or not starting Kershaw in Game 2 lit a fire underneath his butt and the reason why he gave us a career performance against the Braves. Do you buy... That fired him up, or do you think that was just going to happen regardless of when he was going to pitch in game one or whether he pitched in game two? Um, I'm not buying it. He's Clayton Kershaw. He's going to be in the Hall of Fame the second he's eligible. He's now pitched some pretty darn good games in the postseason, not just as a starter, but helped out in relief. And I think the last guy you have to light a fire under is the guy who shows up at noon for a 7 o'clock start on a day he's not pitching in order to get his work in. So I'm not buying it. I think they started him because they had a reason for it, and it was the best way to go for them. And I think he would have thrown an 
eight-inning, two-hit, no-run game, whether it was in game one or two or three. Tim Kirchin, ESPN, joining us. And Tim, last one. The you know you mentioned it. The fact that home runs in the last several years have gone through the roof, and this is how teams score their runs. Is it cyclical? Are, are we going to go back to what we've seen previously, where you try to manufacture runs, where there's a stolen base, a sacrifice hit, and that, that kind of stuff? Or is this just new baseball, where everybody's going to line up, everybody's going to try to walk, hit home runs, and we're going to see a million strikeouts? Is it here to stay? Well, it's here to stay for certainly the foreseeable future until we get, I know it sounds ridiculous, our 12-year-old kids in the cage learning how to play another game until we take our minor league kids who get to A-ball and we tell them, here's how we're going to do it. And until we get through this generation of players who have one beautiful swing, one perfect bat path, and they think that's enough, that's good enough, I think we're going to continue to see this. And until we make a change in our pitchers who are just so enamored by the radar gun and velocity, and it really works, until we start to find some pitchers who are willing to put a ball in play and see if we can get a few outs that way rather than striking everyone out, I think we are destined to play this kind of all-or-nothing baseball, certainly for the foreseeable future. Sound like you say, get off my lawn. <laughs> <laughs> You asked me a question, I answered it. <laughs> Perfect. Yes, sir. Perfect. ESPN's Tim Kirchin. <laughs> three reasons why the Dodgers could beat the Brewers. It's on ESPN.com right now. Tim, appreciate you coming on. Thanks Thank so you, much. Thank you, Tim. Okay, guys. See you.